that time, y'all. <laughs> Rough Riders. You know, Teflon. Eve. Welcome back to the Why So Series Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Mike is nowhere to be found, and Devin is here. Um, and we have a special guest today. Well, she's, she is special, but she's been on many, many times. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you sound special. what it says, too. She's not special. No, I didn't say she's not special. I said she is special, but um, she's been oh, on many, no, many times. Oh, no, I heard not. I heard See, you hear what you want to hear. <laughs> no, we start the same thing. No, you... Yeah. <laughs> We have Reese from the Introverted Nerd Watches podcast. How's it going, Reese? What's going on, y'all? Chilling, so chilling. Happy to be back. So, what's so, going on with the show? I have not felt like doing anything. Really. <laughs> okay, that's not, real. We're not mad at that. We took yeah. like two and a half weeks off too, so we know. mental health breaks are good. They're good. Yeah, I needed a break. Were you still watching Cloak and Dagger? Yeah. I was still watching it. I Is just, it a good show still? Is it good? It's off now. Uh-huh. Did you like season over. two? Yeah, but it's so... Um... Like th- that season is just so heavy. It was about uh, sex trafficking. And, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so... On Freeform? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah wow. Freeform is, is good, man. I mean, Grownish is on Freeform. And they, they, I mean, they do a lot of topics that are not good for, you know, ABC, so... <laughs> Um. So, so Brandon, was, hold on, hold on. Was was it better than Black Lightning? Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> I still haven't finished season two of Black Lightning. Yeah, neither why, have I, and I will be finishing it. Yeah, why would you? I feel like I need to finish it because I'm a completist. But I was so mad at that show. <laughs> I just I was talking to one of my friends, and she was like, "Yeah, I I just finished up Black Lightning, and I so I still watch it. You're the one that." He's the one that put me on the show, so I got to keep watching. I was like, oh, I stopped a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man, soldier on, sister, soldier on. People still watch Power, so, you know, there's that. There is that. There is that. So, Brandon, did you choose a song uh, for the Hot Girls tour, Hot Girls season tour? Like, what? What? why was the choice of this song? I don't know. I just wanted to play some Eve. Oh, Everyone okay, likes God. Eve. Who don't like yeah. Eve? Yeah. I mean, she's yeah, and she's, and Reese's in Philly. See, yep. See, I forgot she was from Philadelphia though. But See? okay. <laughs> oh man, when you get a glow up like her, yo, nobody's glow up is like Eve, yo. She just look. She well, she doesn't have to work. Billionaire. Yeah, she doesn't have to work, but she still chooses to work. Does uh-huh. she still work? Where's she? Where's yeah, she she's yeah, on, she the on TV. Yeah, she yeah, on TV. Show. Yeah, every day. Oh, I didn't know that. She's on the View, not the talk. I'm sorry. No, she's not on the no, View. No, she's on the talk. The View is on. She's on that Channel Three show. Well, not Channel Three, but CBS. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was it. That show, yeah, yeah. How would you know, Devin? You don't watch that shit. I mean, I mean, I be scrolling through the TV. You know, right. I seen her. 
So let's get into uh, the show. So, um, Reese, have you been, since you've taken off of your podcast, have you done anything nerdy recently? Uh, I went to see The Dark Phoenix. That's it. (laughs) So did you really enjoy The Dark Phoenix and it took you on this emotional ride with great acting and the great action that you haven't seen before in an X-Men movie and it was just fantastic, right? Yeah, I cried uh, at the end of it. It was so beautiful. Yeah, me too. I I cried in (laughs) tears of joy that it was ending. No, that movie sucked. Um, Did the people in your theater like it? Yeah. Were there people in your theater? Yes. Surprisingly, like my theater, I went to see the the movie um, opening night. Me too. And it was like, it was like mostly full. Oh, no. My shit was wild. It was empty. It might have been 40 people in there. Please tell me they didn't clap at the end. No, no clapping. Okay, good, 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 good. Because at the end of Apocalypse, when I went to see it, people clapped, and I was extremely angry <laughs> at those people. Brandon was screaming at the screen, and his wife had to tell him to uh, to stop screaming at the screen. It made no. me so was... mad. Reese, you've been reading Chris Claremont's X Men. You didn't get to Dark Phoenix yet. But by reading reading Chris Claremont's X-Men, has anything in these X-Men movies reminded you of Chris Claremont's X-Men? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) There's nothing Mm -mm. like that. I don't know what they're doing over there, but it's over. It's all over. We suffered, and it's going back. We'll see the X-Men in five years or so. So how did you feel about Gene just being Santa Stark? (laughs) <laughs> like that's all she was the whole movie. She was Santa Stark, and there's a little little fire in her eyes. That, but she's Santa Stark yeah. the whole movie. I, I mean, people say whole, that she was good. I'm like, mm. she was fine. I mean, to me, she was fine. She just didn't have anything to do. It was, um, you know, all. Yeah, it was just she didn't have anything to do. No one had anything to do in that film. No, that's the worst part of all these movies. Like they have really good actors. Mm-hmm. And it was all just a complete waste, for the most part. I did like the I did like the train scene a little bit. Thought that was kind of cool for for the X Men level stuff. You just like the 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 Magneto part. You didn't like anything else, did you? Well, yeah, the Magneto part was cool. It, it was kind of action, you know, when they got in the back thing and Cyclops was shooting all the, all the aliens. That was, you know, for X Men film, him it was okay. Cyclops. I really dislike him as, 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 yeah, I really hate him as Sly Cops. He's off-putting. His face is off-putting. So Um. before we get in, before I ask Devin what he did, I have an article, Devin, that's going to relate to what you did because I know you've done this. So there's an article going on that says, Attack on Titan. Who is Kruger? What does that mean? Who is Kruger? Yeah. I don't. Oh, who? Who? Who is Kruger? Is, is that a new Titan? Is that a? I thought I you were caught who, up. I am, but I don't know. It says Attack on Titan is going to sit on his hands and, and it ramps towards the season three finale and has been dropping secrets and revelations at an alarming pace. With the most recent episode taking an in-depth look at the early life of Grisha Jaeger, Aaron's oh. father, with more secrets revealed about the life outside of the walls, a new character named Kruger has stomped his way into the spotlight. An Eldian spy called the Owl in the ranks of a Marleyan security force. Kruger held a number of secrets close to his chest. Is he like a big character? Uh, no, I've never. We have. We don't know who that person is yet. 
And because I haven't watched Monday, they just they just started showing Ed, everybody, Aaron and uh, and the crew just got to the basement of Aaron's old house. They just went through the ruins of the city. Uh, that was the last episode that I saw. It was called The Basement. And uh, they found the false, uh, a false bottom and Aaron's father's desk in the basement. And there's a lot of secrets in that book. So I guess that's where this Kruger guy is going to come from. But, uh, you know, when these articles come out there, there before I see them, the episodes. So uh, I'll probably be able to report that later. Uh, next episode, next week. So, uh, but no, I have no idea who that person's name is. Never, never heard of that Kruger name ever. But it's, it's a great show. Watch it. It's you know, it's so good. The way the the slow, methodical pace that they tell this story, and they give you all this action it is ridiculous. Like they made um, uh, a Amen or not his name is not Amen. Uh, uh, God damn it, he's the boy with the blonde hair. Uh, they'd made him a Titan now, and he was Ed, Aaron, I mean, Eddie's best friend. And um, now he had to eat a whole Titan, and he got stronger. And you don't know what his Titan powers will be, and it's, and it's good. And um, yeah, it's just a really good, just a really good anime. Uh, I just started watching the the Wise Man's Grandson. It's about uh, Merlin has a grandson that that's the best wizard of all time. He's even better than Merlin. Uh, I'm watching the Demon Slayer, and that's uh, in year one. And yeah, they're great. They're great animes. Do you watch Attack on Titan, Reese? Um, I just started watching it. I'm not caught up on it. Brandon just started watching it too. No, uh, I, didn't. I haven't watched oh. it at all. I started watching One Punch Man. Oh, One Punch. Oh, you Man. like it? Okay. Yeah, I like One Punch Man. It's even. It's better. really weird, but it's I like it. Maybe just because I don't watch a lot of anime. It's just so weird. It's like these giant monsters. And I'm watching yeah. it with, like, trying to be logical. So I'm watching it and I go, <laughs> why do these people live in these cities when every day it's just a giant monster destroying stuff? Like, that's worse than comic books. And like, why mo- people live in New York City, though? I mean, same shit. Yeah, but in New York, it's not a giant monster every day. Sometimes it's just local crime people, like Spider-Man and Daredevil people are fighting. In the anime, it's like... A world-ending monster every day, <laughs> and I, in the in, in the One Punch Man world, and all the cities are named like letters, and they're like A city and B city, yeah. and they rated that man a C superhero, and he's like the strongest one of all. <laughs> they're trying to keep him down. <laughs> Look, they disrespected him because when he first applied, he didn't do anything. Like he. He would always do spectacular shit and other heroes would be around him because he's always saving the, the heroes. So they would attribute the heroes for doing the 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 hero. Yeah, but then he, he went did, to like the save- then he went to the he went to the place to like register and he broke every record. And then they still gave him a C. Yeah, he's B class. He's B class now. See that man, they they trying to keep it. And also, I don't understand how he lost his hair. Because he trained so hard. What does that mean? He I like mean, evolved so much that yeah, it's just like he, no hair. <laughs> he he fucked that Batur's hair gland up. You know what I mean? The gross was just too real. So in his world, people evolve like in Dragon Ball Z. I mean, not, not some people like, are born different. I mean, there's monsters in that city, man. Like, so in the world of One Punch Man. You can be born with no powers and work hard to get powers. 
That's how he did it. So when he was just walking around like in the suit, he ain't had no powers. No, he he always had powers. Every time he started wearing a suit, he has powers. Like, no, not the super suit. When he was walking around in the suit suit in the beginning, in the first episode. When he saw oh, that, yeah, no. When he had the hair, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he didn't have no. powers, and he and he he worked on his craft to learn how to fly and stuff. He just did a whole bunch of – he doesn't, he can't fly. He just can jump really high. He did a whole bunch of squats. He can't he did, fly? Like, no, he did 10,000 squats and something like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's what it is? A day. He's just super strong. <laughs> I love this. Like yo, this is how anime yo, is. It's all ridiculous that, like this. Yo. Yeah, I mean most of it. I love it. There's, like I said, there's like there's feudal stuff. There's magic stuff. There's uh, MMO stuff. Like people sitting, laying in these beds, and they're emerged in these worlds in the virtual reality worlds. Um, there's little teen stuff. There's sports stuff. Um, there's like there's an anime for damn near everything. There's a cooking yep. anime show. I like, watch a cooking <laughs> anime show. Really? It's really good. It's, it's really it's good. It's good. It's humorous. So it's very weird. funny. So I got this article sent to me, and it says, "Your summer guide for anime 2019." So tell me if you if either of you've heard of any of these. All right. Uh, They're probably new, Brandon. Ace, Ace of Diamond, Act 2. No. It's like a baseball anime. No. No. Uh, most of these started in, like, the spring, but they're going through the summer. Um, uh, I'm going to look at the ones that's on, like, places y'all would see them. Uh, what's Funimation? Funimation. That's, a, that's the uh, studio. Oh, okay. Attack on Titan Season 3, Part 2. Uh uh, These names ba- are so hard. To- Bakumatsu, you heard of that? No, no. Devin, you're supposed to know these. Oh, look at this one. This is this is a cool name. Carol and Tuesday. It's on Netflix. Oh, two girls from okay. different backgrounds share the same dream, making music. That sounds boring. Cinderella Nine. Look at this. They got mad baseball animes. That that's interesting. I mean, baseball is huge in, in China. I mean, Japan. Also, all the anime people, why come the anime people is white if it's in Japan? They they know who they have to appeal to, Brandon. They know. Do they have to appeal <laughs> for it? It's in Japanese. White supremacy? <laughs> yeah. They really know. do, I feel like that's weird. They know. They know. Some of the stuff be in Japan, though. Like, it don't even be here in America. And they be white. Yeah. It doesn't matter, Brandon. They won. White people won. I think I, that's okay. I guess that's it's true. the standard of beauty. That that's what people think, yo. Okay, I guess it's true. Um, Operation Hong Jio. I don't know that one. So you're supposed to tell me this stuff, Devin. Yo, yo. All you watch None is Naruto. What about Ultraman? Boruto. Ultraman is good. It was. It was good. Uh, we never learned. I watch a lot of those. No, we, I watch a lot of those things that come on Netflix. Oh, but you know, this one is right. called "We Never Learn." To get a scholarship, a schoolboy has to tutor classmates. That's a TV show. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what. Yeah, okay. That's, that's on that Hulu. Is new. It's new. Wise man's grandchild. That's the one you just said. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, we're born to a fancy kingdom. A young man learns an array of magical powers. 
All right. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll get some time to watch some, some of the stupid The Dragon Slayer one is, is really good, though. You'll, you'll Dragon like Slayer is good. Yeah. So, I also have an article for... Demon before... Slayer. I'm sorry. We got to want to say that wrong. Yeah. Demon Slayer, not Dragon. Yeah. Before I get into our main article, I also have another one for Reese. So, wow. Reese, did you... Uh, I, well, I know you the answer, but did you see uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is doing a Daria spinoff? Yes. Yes, I was so excited. So, you're excited about that? Yes. So, who is this Who is this Jody character? Jody is the black girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's the black girl in school. She has a... Her boyfriend is... Mac- um, yeah, hey, Mac, Mac, da- Mac Daddy. <laughs> the stupid guy calls him Mac Daddy all the time, and he's always asking him to stop. Um, but yeah, she's the smart black girl in school. <clears throat> she's kind of like she's kind of friends with Daria, but not really. They're they're like school friends. And um, I don't is she know. It's emo just... like Daria? No, no. she's like Jane. I mean, she was the one that had it together. And, yeah. And, uh, what 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 Dale was it? Something Dale? Damn, what Longdale? Yeah, Longdale. Yeah. Um, um and she's yeah, she's just the really smart girl who's like the the token black girl there. Her and Mac, <laughs> um, yo, her yeah. Mac were the only people like if you were like, hey, who are the only functioning high school kids here who don't have any issues? It was the black kids. Yeah, Jody's dad um wants her to go to uh yeah, a PWI, yeah. yeah. Uh, she wants to go to uh, a st- historically black. Hold on. All this is dad. on the show. Yeah. yeah. What? Maybe I need to watch Daria. That like, was in the, that that part. That part is in the um the movie. Is it college yet? Oh, okay. Um. So is Daria gonna be on this new show? No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't that shit. Not for. I wonder. I didn't um, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be spoiled on anything. So I wonder if they're going to do Jody in high school. So if you like, if we see her like from a different perspective, yeah, (laughs) there. While Daria and Jane are like doing their thing, or if it's going to be her in college. Oh yeah, that's Um, interesting. So in the original show, what age group does it take place? High school. Yeah, they're they're like tenth grade, eleventh grade. Yeah, we follow Daria through high school when she moves when they move to um to Lawndale. All right, so that's another thing I have to add to my watch list, I guess. I can't believe yeah, well, yeah, it's gonna be great, but I can't believe you didn't watch Daria like that. That's good. I remembered seeing Daria when I was watching Beavis and Butthead, but I was I didn't watch it. Cause yeah, she Daria. always looked so like she was always so just like dry. Like yeah. in the commercials, it's, she's it's just good, dry. yo, because like you know point. like it's a point. <laughs> so it's like Seinfeld. It, no, it's not like Ooh, Seinfeld. But it's like, Go ahead. She grew like she grew like it's like you know that person in high school, but you don't know what their life is like outside of school. So like we experienced Daria getting a, a boyfriend that was out of out of high school, an older boyfriend. Um, you know, Jane had a boyfriend that was uh, older, um, and Daria used to get jealous, and then that like. Jane broke up with him and they became Daria's boyfriend. It was it was it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, me and, and Stephanie then, are recording um a podcast about Daria. Oh, see, see now I have to watch it. Yeah, so, at least want to want to jump on one of those shows. Just want to want to jump on one. I have to watch it so I can listen. So I'll I'll start watching Daria. How many seasons is Daria? Let me see. Like four, four and two movies. 
Oh, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. I think I can catch up on that. All right. So let's get into some of this news. I still don't know where the hell Mike is. Hope he's okay. Um, I mean, Mike's been living his best life, man. Uh, yeah, he he was the one that was answering before you. Um, all right. Uh, so Jordan Peele shoots down popular fan theory for us. So I didn't know this was a popular fan theory because I had never heard anybody say these. Uh, so basically, a bunch of people thought that um, little boy, uh, what was his name? Um, Damn, I don't remember him. What was the little boy's name? I don't Jason? remember his name. His name was Jason, right? Yeah, Jason. No. Okay. That, that didn't sound right. A lot of people thought the little boy Jason was really someone from the tether. And I said, what? What? He was secretly, secretly a, a tether person. No. I was like, who thought that? I never heard anybody say but that. But we saw his tether. Yeah, we saw his tether. Well, they thought, and no, his they were was saying. was fucking crazy as shit. No, so they why were would saying. you think the boy that a burnt up face? Is... No, no, no. They were saying, like, he was tethered like Adelie was. Like, she, they both was originally tethered. But how would that even happen? Yeah, it doesn't make it. I don't know how that makes it. Like, where do people get this from? I don't know where people got this idea from. So it basically says, um, warning spoilers, but the film focuses on families being attacked, seemingly exact replicas of themselves, only to learn there are people who lived underground, only recently emerged. While some fans thought that the family's son, Jason, was secretly one of these tethered individuals, the whole time Peel refutes that notion. I always thought of the family in terms of a certain archetype archetypal foursome. Uh, Adelie is the leader. The captain, Zora, is the warrior. She acts before she thinks and she kicks ass. Gabe is the fool, even though on the surface he looks like he might be the leader or the warrior, and Jason is the wizard. He's the magician. Peel added, I have this kind of concept of Jason that he can sort of see through the veil. You can see these moments where he's observing his mother and he's meant to be a little step ahead of us. The most clever of us, that's sort of figuring out there's something more to Adelaide's story than we see. Uh-huh. And I can totally see that. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that, I, get, yeah I get that. that. But who thought, I like, I was like, who thought that he was part of the tether? I didn't, know, I didn't hear that. I don't Any know. of the ridiculous theories that people were talking about. From yeah, I've film. never heard that either. It seemed like people overthinking. Way overthinking. So, uh, there's that. Um, ah, Reese's boy. Um, Anthony Mackie addresses taking over as Captain <laughs> America from Chris Anthony. Evans. Uh, I don't even want that. Like, I want a black cap, but <laughs> not him. I don't like him. Mackie was asked about his this new responsibility and how he learned that he would be getting the role of Captain America. The actor quickly went into a story about how Evans was the one who broke the news to him. We were shooting in Atlanta, and Chris Evans had a bunch of us over to his house to watch a football game because we all hate the Patriots, and he loves the Patriots. <laughs> he and I go downstairs and he's showing me the house and he's like so are you excited I'm like I mean yeah it's going to be a football game I love football <laughs> I like I watch football every week but I didn't know you were this into it he's like no about the script you haven't read the scene and I was like no so he jumps up runs out of the room and back in with the script he hits me with the script he's like page 85 read it and he sits there like a kid watching me read it it was a cool moment the fact that Usually they sit you down, and it's Kevin Feige and all the producers, and they're like, you're going to do this. But it was a cool moment that I got to learn it from one of my dear friends instead of somebody else. Uh, so it's how so how is Mackie going to handle responsibility going forward? The actor went on to explain that it's a responsibility that he takes very seriously. Uh, all right, all right, buddy. I love Chris. Chris <laughs> is an amazing cap, and I feel like 
what he's been able to do with the character, very few people have been able to do in any cinematic universe or span of films because he's played Cap for a lot of movies. To take that over, to be part of the legacy of that is a huge challenge. It's something that a lot of people are going to expect me to be Chris Evans in the same suit, but a black dude, and that's definitely not going to happen. So listen, um, I don't know about Papa Doc playing uh, Black Cap, <laughs> but um, if he's understanding that it's going to be something more than just being that dude on screen, maybe he'll become a better person. He's, uh, he's a trash ass person. But, like, we, we saw him in New Orleans at WrestleMania, right? He embodies douchebaggery. This looked like a douchebag. And we kept moving. And... I don't think we're getting any more Captain America movies anytime soon, so... But they're doing yeah. a TV I mean, show. Captain, is he going to be in it? Yeah, he's going to yeah, be him in and Bucky. Captain America um, and Bucky. And they're bringing Baron Zemo back, too. For oh, show. He's so uh, good. He's so good. Uh, Reese, do you watch any of the animated comes... I mean, any of the animation shows that come on uh, Disney XD? Of uh, Avengers? I mean, Avengers? No, I haven't seen any of oh, those. Oh, man, they're so good. They got, Are they, they good now? No, they've been great. I mean, oh. they, the Black great story it was really good. They gave you a good. Um, what's that? What's the? What's Bucky before he becomes? Uh, he goes back. Or, or what's Wonder the, Soldier? Uh, the Wonder White Soldier? Tiger? Not, no, the uh, okay, when they found him. Or oh, the White who's Tiger. brother, White Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a really good thing with the White Tiger. Um, Game of Thrones prequel series begins filming. Reese, are you excited for this? I mean, I'm not excited, but I'm gonna. I'll watch it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not here for it. HBO intends to tap into the upcoming prequel series. Writer producer Jane Goldman, who long served as filmmaker Matthew Vaughn's writing partner, is serving as showrunner on the series, which itself will take place thousands of years prior to the events of Game of Thrones proper. According to the official synopsis, the show will explore its settings. Decent a descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest hour and reveal the horrifying truth behind Westeros history, including but not limited to the true origins of the White Walkers. So, so are we get more rape? Is that what you mean? We're gonna get we gonna get the rape back? We're gonna get a whole bunch of rape? You just getting the old shit. I mean we getting a lot of rapey. Like I feel like you gotta get more rapey because well, Reese raised the book. So have you read anything about that time? Period? No. I'm still reading the first book. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I've heard things about the history here or there, but I have not. I don't know like a whole lot about any of this. Okay. So, Reese, do you think they're going to show more rapey other women? Do you feel I like don't they, think so. Bring, There's a woman back? showrunner, Devin. I, I mean, mean, you still got to give the people what they put in the books. You know, people want see, the Game of Thrones is weird because they have they changed. They changed consensual sex scenes to rape scenes. Um, so <laughs> the things that you see on the, on the in the show aren't how they happened in the book. Like Daenerys wasn't raped by Khal Drogo in the book. But um, did they do a rape because of the age thing? I mean, but in the show, she's like, she's not uh, the same as she's in the book. Like in the book, she's like a thirteen-year-old girl, and Khal Drogo is like thirty or so. Um, and the show, they're closer to the same age, so there was right. really no reason to turn this and turn it into um, a rape scene the way they did. That's a good point. So, what's the biggest takeaway have, that you've gotten from reading the books so far? The first book. 
do you like the books the like do you like how the books does the show better than how the show was doing it or it it's just a different perspective um you know like with Daenerys it, it's it's a, I like the different perspective on the characters I like I think the the person that got it the worst on the show so far, I haven't finished the first book yet, so uh, but so far is Jon Snow. Like Jon is so see, he doesn't talk a lot and he didn't talk a lot on the show, but you could reading was going on in his head. He's like he's such an intuitive character, he's so smart. Um, and you just you miss out on all of that on the show. Wow, I agree because I, I thought he was the dumbest motherfucker in the world. Yeah, John is really <laughs> smart, and it, and it starts from the first chapter. They, um, who is it? Brand tells you right up front. John is John is really smart. John sees everything, um, so he always knows what's going on. He's not. I mean, he's a naive because he's young, but he's not stupid. Like in the show, they go they go really far to make him stupid, um, at times. But no, but you knew. John knew everything what was up. He knew that he really wasn't Ned's kid. And like you you No, you he doesn't know like, he, he's a bastard. You know he's a bastard. Ned's bastard, my bad. Yeah. But you you knew Caitlin felt some type of way towards John. Even, you can see that in the But in the book, they don't have any interact they have one interaction interaction with each other before John goes to the wall. He's not treated <laughs> It's weird. John has a pretty good life at Winterfell when he's young um because of the way they grew they grow up like Winterfell is like this really big busy place um so it's not the way it is in the show like where Catelyn is like always in uh it seems like Catelyn is always in John's face mistreating him she's not a nice woman she's not nice to him but she doesn't she's not mistreating him all the time um, the way that you would think if you just if you only watch the show, um, so yeah, it, it's it's just it's different. All right, that's good to know. I, I have one on audiobook, so I may listen to it on a plane or something next time I go somewhere. Um, all right, Apple reportedly planning to release six Oscar-worthy movies a year. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> So yeah, Oscars. I mean, Apple's doing their streaming service, and they plan on um, making movies too. Apparently, they're making full-length movies like Netflix. They're trying to be like Netflix. The idea is to emulate Focus Features' strategy to making low to mid-budget movies uh, in the five to thirty million dollar range. It's worth noting that this initiative is separate from Apple's partnership with A twenty four, the indie powerhouse behind multiple Oscar films like Moonlight and Lady Bird. See that? Okay. So you know you're working with, uh, yeah, with them. But Apple produced films. I'm like, I mean, you know, I mean, they have all the money in the world. So technically, they could get any director or any creative team they want because they could afford to. Uh-huh. But they're releasing them on a streaming service, and the Oscar voters are kind of they already met at Netflix. So you think they're gonna be like nice to Apple coming in the game? Uh-huh. Couldn't be. We'll see. Not gonna happen. We'll see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Apple is going into business with popular creators like Taika Watiti. Okay. Devin's man, M. Night Shyamalan. Man, don't you ever. J.J. Abrams, <laughs> uh, Damien Chazil, and more. 
of Apple Plus became home to some of the most buzzed about award contenders during Oscar season, it would only boost their appeal and encourage more people to sign up. So, I mean, I, I guess I see that plan. But here's the thing. People don't go watch these Oscar bait movies in the theater. So I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's your idea of getting people to sign up for your thing is gonna be that. Honestly, what they need to do is figure out real life topics that they can make cool documentaries on because that's what gets people talking now. It's the yeah. it's the abducted in plain sight, it's the Firefest, it's the Michael Jackson documentary. It's like those things that are like these stories that they finally explore and go into detail about the like that Wu Tang documentary. God damn, that's so good. People, yeah, people, people. Those things become popular and people sign up just to see them. So, if I'm Apple, that's going to be my marketing plan: is to be the go-to place for these cool documentaries that get mainstream attention, and people will sign up for that. But we'll see, we'll see. I'm already signed up for Disney Plus, so Apple's going to have to earn my money. Disney yeah, there's too many streaming services. Disney Plus doesn't have to earn my money. They they have no. It. They they got it. Yeah. They got it already. <laughs> they yeah. have it. Yeah. Um, Devin, you should fly out here and go to this with me. Um, Mario Kart VR comes to Southern California. You know, Ooh. I will. Uh, I will be there for that. Mario sure. fans in Orange County. We gotta County. go to Maui too. Like, oh yeah, Mar- yeah. This is oh, this is not far from there. Mario fans in Orange County are in luck. Mario Kart VR is in Irvine for the next stop in this U.S. tour. The game launched on June 12th at the VR Zone Portal Irvine, located at the K1 Speed Entertainment Center. Players will get a chance to hop inside a Mario Kart. So you literally get to get inside of a cart and explore the Mushroom Kingdom in an immersive VR experience. That sounds so fucking cool. I can't wait to drive up there. Uh, VR experience previously had 10 years in Washington, D.C., London, and Tokyo. So they were in Washington, D.C., uh, London, and Tokyo. Um, so, yeah, I might go up there next weekend. Uh, the multiple-player VR experience runs on HTC Vive and can incorporate four players at a time. I wish Michael did. He'd probably be super excited. You'll be able to choose between Mario Kart VR, Argyle, Shift, and Ski Rodeo. Why would I want to do any of those other things? Bandai <laughs> Namco, the company behind Mario Kart VR, hopes to bring the game to more states in the U.S., but hasn't announced which cities will be next. Look at these people. They're literally like in a Mario Kart style cart and they got the VR on. It looks so cool. I mean, and it shakes. Like when you bump into stuff, it like shakes and stuff. I got to be Yoshi. If I can get my Yoshi, man, I'm I'm, I'm ready to rock. Risa, who's your your go to uh, character in Mario Kart? Uh, Yoshi. Okay. (laughs) Mine was Wario. I was about to say, Wario was all right, man. I would I would get Bowser every now and then and, and Luigi. See, I feel like the I feel like the um the aerodynamics of Bowser were so fake because I feel like he'd be way too heavy to ride on a goddamn go kart. <laughs> uh you were doing that calculation? Yes. I was calculating <laughs> the intelligent way. Uh speaking of Mario. Fan-made Mario Royale puts you against 74 speedrunners. Has either of you seen this? No. So apparently this is this. you know how things blow up on the internet. So apparently this is this big thing on the internet. So it's a browser game. It's free to play online. Well, for now, until Nintendo takes it down. The Battle Royale craze has invaded the Mushroom Kingdom, albeit unofficially. A programmer and a video game streamer going by the handle of Inferbro 
has hacked together a web-based multiplayer version of Super Mario Brothers that challenges up to 75 people to finish the stage of the classic game as quickly as possible. The fittingly named Mario Royale is available to play online via the web right now, but you better get a few runs in while you can. Nintendo isn't known for playing nice with fan-created games using its characters. Mario, Mario Royale is a pretty chaotic experience. Once you get into a lobby, you're matched up with as many as 74 other players. You're all dumped at the start of the first stage of Super Mario Brothers, while your opponents will have faded look to them. Everyone in the game is essentially identical, and only an indicator floating atop your head helps you to identify the Mario you control. <laughs> your task I'm looking is, at it right now, yeah. Your task is to get to the end as fast as possible in order to win. The experience feels similar to Tetris 99, though much more helter-skelter. Uh, the Battle Royale thing is become pretty popular, so there's that. Would you play that game, Reese? Yeah, that looks like fun. All right. Reese, are you a Harry Potter person? Yes, I am. All right. Harry Potter Wizards Unite Worldwide launch begins on June 21st. What the hell is that? That is their, that's their, isn't that their, their version of like Pokemon Go? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah. What the hell is that? Hold on. What po- Pokemon Go? No, Wizards Unite. Let me see. Your job is to find rogue magical creatures, objects, and wizards, and capture them before anyone is hurt. So it looks like, oh yeah, it's like this AR thing. Yeah. We may not know when the Harry Potter mobile game is coming, but we do have an inkling of what it'll be like when it arrives. So it's coming June twenty first. It will focus on a statute of secrecy task force hunting out and capturing rogue creatures, people, and objects that have escaped from the wizarding world. You as a new recruit to the team will be tasked with protecting the muggle world from <laughs> these cal- uh, I hate this fucking word. Cal- I hate this fucking word. You know what I'm trying to say. No, do that. Cal- no, yeah, yeah, let it go. I hate no, it. Calamity. It's not calamities. Well, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, calamities. I have no, no not calamity. It is calamity. Calamity. Calamities. Yes, I fucking hate that word. As they crop up, oh, the game made in the partnership between Pokemon Go and Ingress Makers, Niantic and WB Games uses the same GPS and AR abilities you'll find in Go. But in addition, users can step through a port key in the AR world to enter an entirely virtual world, including famous locations from the Potter movies. So, Reese, are you going to be downloading this game when you fix your iPhone? Yes, I wasn't going to, but because I don't like Pokemon Go, but um, yeah, I'm gonna try this. All right, all right. The combat system is different to Go as well, and instead of gems, you'll have to wand duels with rogue wizards. Uh, okay, oh, cool. There will also be team-based combat for specific types of magical creatures like Cornish pixies that will require several players to take down. Players will also use a progression system that will see them pick a profession like Aura, Aura. Or- yeah. And working or... their way to greatness. All right. So, look at that. I don't know shit about Harry Potter, so I'm... Oh, uh, read the books. See, now you want me to read the books. You don't got to read the books. books. You can watch the movies. No, don't watch the movies. Read the books. That's where that's where the magic is. That, that is true. You're absolutely right. Because right. people that really love Harry Potter read the books. They read all the books. Uh, I'm Maybe not going to read the books because they came book. out with movies. Is just J.K. Rowling do the audio book? Does she read it to you? That would be interesting. No, but the, I hear I haven't um, listened to those audio books, but people love those. Whoever okay. does it, like he, supposedly that person is really good. All right, so maybe I'll do that. Devin's got me on this audio thing. You know, I have Audible.com. I pay for it every month, and I haven't bought a book. 
So I have like all these credits. Credits. You can only keep six oh. though. Oh. You can only keep. Wait, you can three. only they they take your credits from you. You don't you don't accrue anymore after six. Oh. So you have to. Oh, I probably got way more than I probably lost so many credits. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> there's that. Okay. Um. All right. This uh this article is for Devin. Tesla starts selling used Model Three cars online. Did you see that? Yeah, but I ain't about that. Until I'm, now, buying. Well, hold on, let me read it to you. Until now, buying a used Tesla Model Three has usually entailed tracking down a reseller or spotting a sale from an individual owner. Now, though, it's just a matter of visiting Tesla's website. The EV maker has started selling used Model Threes online in the San Francisco Bay Area, and some of them are potentially good deals, if not as good as you often see with used cars. You can pay slightly under. Forty thousand dollars for a 2017 Ooh. long range Ooh. model, where you'd be happy to get a brand new standard range plus version for that much. So you can get the yeah. long range model for under forty grand now, Devin. Man, <laughs> see, man, I don't, but I still, I don't want the three. I want the X. You oh got to get the X. As for Tesla's existing used car sales, each vehicle has to go through a seventy point inspection. It comes with either. Um, a uh, four-year, 50,000-mile warranty or a uh, six-year, 100,000-mile warranty. In theory, you won't have to worry that the previous owner ran down the battery or was hiding a production defect. There are reasons you might want to hold off Tesla's making. Tesla now makes autopilot standard on all on its cars where it was only an option on earlier versions, and it tends to uh, subtly refine aspects like build quality over time. There you go, Devin. Man, you can trade your it, car in for a Model if 3. It's not the X, no, if it's not the X model that I'm going to go broke for, and I'm going <laughs> to live in it just so I can uh, sleep in the backseat of my Lamborghini <laughs> Butterfly Doors, uh, that's that's all I think it's going to be. So, yeah. Reese, would you drive a Tesla? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know anything about cars, though. So <laughs> all you got to know, you don't need to car. know anything about a car to drive a Tesla because guess what? It has autopilot. What, what? And they yeah. send you they send you updates, so you really don't have a lot of maintenance on them. Um, they're they're a really good car. It's a really good car. So we but, talk, um, and they have a big ass screen. Oh yeah, the you screen have, the like, you have to uh, see the radio screen. It's like it's got to be like tw- like thirteen inches, like a it's, fucking it's a thirteen inch TV. Mac, like it's, a it's, MacBook. It's, it's vertical. It's just it's, it's vertical instead of horizontal. Oh. It's literally that's what it looks like. I can't believe I haven't seen it on the street, Reese. Like it literally. I probably like, have. I don't know. It's just it a big white screen. You're like, what the fuck is going on in their car? And you're like, oh damn. Hold on, I'm gonna share my screen so the Reese can see. Let me see this. Okay. You will not be disappointed, Reese. You will not. You'll be like, what the fuck? And they get they 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 send you updates to your car. Like if something, uh, an update comes, they go straight to your car. So you always have the latest software in your car. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. I feel like I'm at the dealership right now. Get out of my no, pocket. Hey, yo, <laughs> what I'm telling you is, I was in uh, I was in Orange County, and uh, I I walked by Tesla. You see it, um, No, not yet. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the screen. You see how big that joint is? Oh wow, it's like my iPad. It big, has, no, it's way bigger. Than and the it iPad. has web browser. On it, it's got like you can search the web, yeah. you can do all types of shit. Yeah, because that's what I need while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Again, autopilot, Reese. 
Why are you forgetting that? <laughs> Speaking okay. of autopilot, Reese, we talked about this last week, but I wanted to get your opinion. So in L.A. coming up in a couple months, Uber is going to be testing their flying taxis. <laughs> so They're flying taxis? Yeah, so essentially you can get an Uber, but it's like a flying car, and it costs the same amount as a driving Uber. Would you get? Would you participate in the test runs? No, <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. All right, Reese doesn't want to. On be... the streets of L.A., no. You won't be in the streets. You're in the air. Air. Yeah, but so I can crash into the streets of L.A. No. I mean, <laughs> see, see, you negative got, got Nancy over here. To cushion you. Yeah, you got plenty of cars to cushion that 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 fall, that landing. No, thank you. Negative Nancy. Good luck. We'll see, when it comes to Philly, I bet you you're gonna be I don't right even in use there. Uber. I don't trust Ubers. You don't trust really? That's not that's not a bad idea. I use Lyft all the Philly. time, but I use Lyft. I, li- I use Lyft yeah. scooters. I ride around the scooters all over the city. Hmm. So I saved this one for Mike, but he ain't here, so we're gonna talk about it anyway. Uh, actually, let's see if he's here now. No, he's still not here. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, all right. Uh, the plot for the Batman has been exposed. There's a rumor. So they basically they reveal what the plot for this new Batman movie is going to be. There's a new one? Wait, the, the Robert Pattinson Batman? Yes, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Damn, that's already out. They already leaking that shit? God damn. I mean, it's been in production for like four years. Oh, they should have some idea. Um, Well, pre-production. It's changed a whole bunch because, you know, originally it was Ben Affleck directing it. Then it was he not directing it, but he was still starring in it. Then they brought Matt Reeves on, and then he was going to write it, and then he left, and he just still told them. Um, the plot for the Batman has uh, been speculated to be revealed to be inspired by the classic The Long Halloween. That's such a great story, by the way. With many fans of the Batman, I think they're doing a, aren't they doing an animated one of that? No, they're doing a Hush. Uh, yeah. Many fans of the Batman on the fence with Robert Pattinson in the lead role, and now up to a half dozen antagonists uh, in the lead role, and now up to a half a dozen antagonists ready to be pitted against the Dark Knight being revealed. The press seems to be rising hot around this DC property, as per we got covered. There have been rumors of a plot for the 2021 summer release of the Batman. Four members out of this semestral group of villains, according to a prior headline, was revealed: Catwoman, the Penguin, Firefly, and Riddler has been lined up. The majority of the cast has been open to ethnicity while it has been previously stated writer-director Matt Reeves was perhaps open to the possibility of Vanessa Hudgens as the Bat's muse and partner time. Who's Vanessa Hudgens? Who's she play? she from High School Musical? Oh, yeah. I was thinking that was her, though. I can't remember. Is she good, Reese? No, she all right. I mean, she it's a Disney special. movie. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen her in anything but High School Musical, so... Hold on. And I was she... like... Brown? She's uh, tan. She's, she's Hispanic. Tan. I don't think so. I think she's one of those people that looks like it. Uh, uh, her dad, her parents got Hispanic names. Oh. She's from Salinas, California. I think. Oh, yeah, we can say she's brown. Uh, well, no, her mother. Well, yeah, she's her mother is Filipino. Oh, and her okay. dad is Native American. Oh. Okay, so. That's gonna be that's who the rumor is to be Catwoman. Well, I mean, okay. 
See, uh, she can't flip and stuff. So I, okay, that'd be good. Details from We Got Governed are scarce, but speculation seems to run a trivial hint that the source close to them informed the media outlets that not only a young Bruce Wayne and his rise of prominence as the world's greatest detective, in addition to his early career as the Batman being the focal point, they claim the production team involved are citing the classic graphic novel by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, Batman Along Halloween. In the vein of a murder... Oh, this is so good, Devin. you got to read this one day. In the vein of a murder mystery, the plot may involve a serial killer on the loose in Gotham City. As Pattinson's Batman will investigate his enveloping rose gallery of freaks and supervillains, other baddies such as Two-Face and the Mad Hatter have been stated to play smaller roles, while the three aforementioned Big Bad, Catwoman, the Penguin, and the Riddler will play crucial roles in the story. While speculation seems to suggest the mystery killer could be Hush, the bandaged face... Twin gutting to the master planner with the close ties to the Wayne. As this is apparently inspired by the long Halloween, don't be surprised if Calendar Man may be one of the remaining two baddies who might show up oh, or wow. even be the actual serial killer. So it's like a murder mystery thing. It's like Clue, but like with Batman villains and really uh-huh. cool. It's uh, it's it's one of the best stories they've ever done. That's interesting. So, you know, we'll see if DC can handle that. See, this is what the thing with DC is. You tell me you're going to do the long Halloween, you get me excited, and then then you'll tell me a writer dropped off or Matt Reeves had creative differences and then the movie never comes out. So <laughs> Were y'all excited about that Joker movie? Um, I thought the trailer looked good. But I'm not here for it. I don't know why they're making it. Oh. <laughs> but I think it's gonna I actually think I actually think it's gonna be good. They got way too many they have some their cat that cast is it's really great. good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Um, so, you know, I think they're trying to make like an art house. I think that honestly, I think they're trying to make, uh, an Oscar bait movie with the Joker. Yeah. That's and, what it seems like. And, you know, it'll probably be good. Like Todd Phillips is good. Like you tell me you got Robert De Niro, Joaquin Phoenix and Zazie Beats and Brian Tyree Henry. Like, come on. That's some acting people. You got some, I hope it's good. <laughs> you got some acting ass people in this film. And I think what's his face is involved in this too. Um, Who? Martin Scorsese. Oh, oh. wow! Okay. Oh, the Joker, right? No, he's not the Joker. Joaquin oh. Phoenix is the Joker. No, oh, I said in the Joker. Oh yeah, in the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, a couple more stories, then we'll get out of here. Uh, Microsoft is making Xbox body wash. Did you see that, Reese? Yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> Are you going to buy some Xbox body wash? No, I'll I'll use my regular body wash. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you hating? <laughs> you know they they got it scientifically proven to That's go right. with your body chemistry. Well, you got to get Xbox. That's good. I'm good. Uh, Devin, what about you? Uh, I I would definitely pass hard pass for me because uh, I don't want any tech industry uh, in my shower. Uh, I just feel like it's different. Is, does it have nanotechnology? What What is it going to do? What is it going to provide me that Microsoft jumps into the, the hygiene game? What? How, what? That doesn't make sense. How about you, Brandon? Are you going to risk that? Uh, hell no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Reese, are you excited about Jessica Jones season three? No, and it's not. Is it out right? <laughs> Yes, Isn't out right it out? now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not really. I'm surprised. I thought you would be into that. 
Uh, the first season was okay. I didn't finish the second season. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese. First season this was is why lit. you're my girl. Because <laughs> I ain't watched one episode and I knew that I didn't need to watch it. No, and I just, started to watch you it You just today. like to watch too much dumbass anime, not the good, great TV wow. shows like The Flash. Uh, you know what, Brandon? You know, you're I, supposed to be watching right. The Flash because it was fantastic, and you're sitting over there being a hater. I am. You're right. Uh, Lena Hetty yeah. says she wanted a better end for Cersei Lannister. Yeah, yeah. Don't we Every, all? Everybody did. Want a better end for a lot of people. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that, and I agree with Lena on that one. Um. Did she have it like? Did, did she have a way she wanted to go out? Uh, let me see what she says. She said, "No, I don't think she said that. I think she just said she wanted a better ending." I bet she wanted to be able to act. Yeah. All she did was stand in. She stand in. She um. She drank wine the whole season. Uh, yeah. yeah, she wasn't in two of the episodes, and then she drank wine and died. <laughs> Rocks fell on her. Yeah, and she got yeah. paid a million dollars episode for that. Good for her. She deserved yeah, it. She did. She earned it earlier. All right. IGN did a list of the 10 best TV shows so far in 2019. Now, this is IGN, just for future ref- just for point of reference. Okay. Uh, this is in no particular order. Uh, Chernobyl. Has anybody started watching that? I haven't nope. seen that, but people love it. Love it, people yeah. love it. They said they had an article about uh, people on IG going to, to Chernobyl, and there's places that you can visit that don't, don't have radioactive, and it was a big thing. But Why would I yeah, there, there, there is like that that tourism thing. If you travel to Chernobyl, there's a whole movie about that, a horror movie. But um, <laughs> yeah, Barry. I remember that. Yeah, Barry. Barry two. is good. Barry is good. You watched that? Yeah. What is Barry funny. about? He's an actor, and then he acts so well that people think he's actually a real killer and then he actually has to kill people and uh, so people keep coming to him. Yeah. It's Dexter, but he's he's still an aspiring actor. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you hear about the serial killer that was loved that was an actor that loved Dexter? What the hell was his name? I was listening to it on the last podcast and was left. No. Uh uh-uh. What the hell was his name? But he ended up like he ended up killing like this guy, and he was like in this making a movie. It was this whole thing. Um, I'd probably find it in the picture. Um, Umbrella Academy. Yes. Yeah. Devin, have you watched it? Brandon, we watched the last episode together. So. No, I haven't seen any of Umbrella Academy. Oh, I watched about? the last episode at your house. Then. <laughs> oh. Your wife. Your wife was watching it too. She ain't watch it. You live in a whole other life. You got a tether. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Reese, have you watched Umbrella Academy? Yeah, I love that show. So it's great. So aren't they? They're making a whole Mark Millar universe. I heard on Netflix. On Netflix? Yeah, like a bunch of his books. Are they going to bring it? They're making like a whole universe to replace the Marvel uh, universe. And so Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy was the first one in that world. Um, Fleabag season two. Has anybody seen that on Amazon? What is that? No, I haven't. Before Phoebe Waller Bridge created Killing Eve and stole our hearts as the opinionated droid L3 in Solo. Oh, I, I loved L3. A Star Wars story. She created the Razor Shark tragic comedy Fleabag. 
based on her one-woman play of the same name. Fleabag stars Waller Bridge as the titular heroine and self-destructive and glorious snarky mess who frequently breaks the fourth wall to involve the audience in her questionable life choices, dysfunctional family drama, and random hookups. After a critically acclaimed first season, Fleabag somehow manages to become even more hilarious and sometimes heartbreaking in season two, which introduces Sherlock star Andrew Scott as the priest who Fleabag unwittingly leads into temptation even as he does his best to guide her towards the light. There's no comedy quite as honest or frequently surprising as Amazon's Fleabag, and with six perfectly crafted episodes per season, it makes for a brief but delicious, satisfying binge. Oh, six yeah. episodes? I might watch that. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for that. Uh, yeah. Oh, it must be a British comedy. And that's you what know, they do. The Brits, yeah, the Brits short. are so much better. Yeah, and they're good because they want you more. Because, like, chewing gum is so good. I, I love chewing gum. And that was with uh, Michaela, whatever. She's a black. The black girl with the big nose, uh, is Brit and short hair, but yeah, chewing gum is great. Uh, Doom Patrol, love Doom Patrol. Gotta see, haven't fin- haven't finished it. Oh, so good. I love Doom Patrol. It's like, it's like, it's the best X Men we've seen on TV, but more ridiculous. Yes. But it's the best X Men we've seen. Live action, yes, so yes. Um, DC got it right with Doom Patrol. Um, Killing Eve, season two, BBC yes. America. I it's haven't seen it. Good. It's great. It is great. What is that about? Uh, uh, okay, so an FBI agent gets put on this case to uh, find this, I guess this woman, the woman she's finding is part of like a syndicate that kills people. She's hired to kill people, right? She's an assassin. So... Eve is so good at her job that she finds the girl. But the assassin is so good, she starts tracking Eve. And then there's a point where they meet in a bathroom when the girl's coming to assassinate somebody. And they their their faces meet. And then from there, they the uh, assassin forms a bond, like almost an obsession with Eve. And at the end of the season, they meet face to face, and there's some shooting involved. But now they're working together. It's weird, but it's really good. It's really well done. Um, they take their time with the pacing of the episodes, uh, and season two is literally like them working together. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a really good show. You should check it out uh-huh. if you're into that type of stuff. Warrior or Cinemax. No. Based on the writers of legendary martial artist Bruce Lee, Warriors an action-packed spectacle with some of the best fight choreography you'll see outside of films like John Wick and The Raid. Warrior is set during the brutal tongue wars of San Francisco Chinatown and follows Ah Sam, a martial arts prodigy who immigrates from China to San Francisco under mysterious circumstances and becomes a hatchet man for one of Chinatown's most powerful organized crime families. In our season one review, we say Warrior is efficient, energetic, and enjoyable. It's American history brought to vivid life with so much punching. Warrior has been renewed for a second season. You know, I'm always down for some kung fu. Me too. Yeah, but it's on Cinemax. I was watching that. Sorry. Listen. Yeah. I watched my show. Um, I need to finish season two of, um, what's that show we like, Devin? Um, Borderlands. Borderlands. Into, into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. Yes. Into the Badlands. That show is I over always, now. Oh, it's yeah, over? How many? Did they only they do two seasons? seasons? 
three seasons, three, yeah. thirty-four. Yeah, I believe it ended. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I need to catch up on that. I love that show. It was so good. It was good. Yeah. Um, uh, Big Little Lies season two. Has anybody seen that? No, I but I, I started watching. Who says soap operas are dead? HBO starts out a scandalous drama is back for a second season that so far is just as good as the first. A four-time Globe and Globe winning series follows a group of mostly affluent women living in Monterey, California, who find themselves at the center of a murder investigation. Meryl Streep's edition. Hold on, what? Yeah. Meryl Streep's in this show? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, they this might season, get me. yeah. They might get me. No, Nicole Kidman's in Zoe Kravitz. Uh... Reese Witherspoon, like that, what? that cast is ridiculous. Yeah, where Mar- have you been? Yeah, I don't know what. Barrow <laughs> Street's addition to the season two cast is a brilliant choice by showrunner David E. Kelly. Street plays Mary Louise Wright, the mother of the deceased, who is desperate to discover the truth behind her son's murder. Kelly's smart, witty, and suspenseful adaptation of Leanne Moriarty's novel of the same name makes for a good binge if you need to catch up. Uh, anything with Meryl Streep, I'm watching. Love her. She is fantastic. Yes. Uh, the Twilight Zone. I just signed up for CBS All Access, so I'm going to watch it. 60 years after creator Rod Sterling introduced the world to the Twilight Zone, CBS All Access, with the help of executive producer Jordan Peele, gave the agent series new life with a 10-episode journey into the unknown. Like its predecessor, Peele and his team didn't stick the landing on every episode. However, the show did find that Sterling's groove that, Sterling's groove that has so often eluded ro- reboots of the show in the past. This new Twilight Zone knows how to be creepy, funny, and socially relevant, and it's also nabbed the perfect host. According to our Season 1 review, for the best from the Season 1, be sure to check out our five must-watch episodes list. The Twilight Zone has been renewed for Season 2. And the last on this list is Russian Doll. Has anybody seen that? No. no uh, didn't Charmaine watch it and say it was it was decent? I think she said who, who? it was good. Somebody said somebody, it was good. Somebody watched it. Yeah, the first week it came out, they watched it. Uh, Russian Doll. Next, Netflix Russian Doll is a well-crafted, mind-bending journey through one woman's inescapable right in New York City. The story centers on Natasha Leon Nadia, who is doomed to repeat her birthday party over and over again after she dies in a number of tragic and humorous ways. Leon and her supporting cast are uniformly excellent in their respective roles. The premise is similar to Bill Murray's Groundhog Day, but also has narrative elements in common with Edge of Tomorrow, or your favorite roguelike game. According to our season one review, we also say between this perfectly calibrated mystery and flawed but fascinating characters, this is a world we want to revisit over and over again. Once you finish your binge, be sure to check out Russian Doll's Russian Doll ending explained to find out what it all means. See, it's so much. This see, this is like the best in the worst time for being yeah. a television fan. Yeah, because there's so much good shit, and you cannot watch it all. <laughs> Cannot watch it all at all. Um, and then I had one last thing before we get out. Um, where is it at? Uh, I don't think I remember it. I can't find it. All right, whatever. So, uh, Devin, do you have anything for us? I have absolutely zero. Nothing. Nothing. We've got to do some movie reviews, Toy Story. Can't wait. Child's Play, can't wait. Men in Black was trash. Um, and uh, what else came out? Oh, Shaft. Go see Shaft. Oh, my God. Go see Shaft. It's great. Really? Yes. If you if you like black PlayStation films, I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for all that shit. It's beautiful. It's black. And it's a great story. It's a, it's a great plot. Uh, you get three generations of Shafts. So uh, it's good. Uh. 
All right. Um, uh, Reese, you got anything for us? Do you have any idea when you're going to come back to the show <laughs> that we all love? No. That we all uh, love. Is it because the gift you got canceled? Is that why? Yeah, I'm still in mourning. <laughs> See, I knew it. I don't know. I needed a break after Game of Thrones. It just ruined my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I do not blame you. It took a toll. I'm not gonna make everyone. any promises, but I'll be back soon. Well, go back and listen to the old episodes, especially the gifted episodes, because those are my favorite recaps of the gifted. Yeah, listen to yeah. me be right. She was right. <laughs> she was right Take about victory lap. Reed. Um so be happy about that. But there's no more Reed. There's no more Blink. There's no more Nighthawk. Too bad. Well, maybe they'll come back on Disney Plus. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so yeah, go check go check out those old episodes and follow Reese on Twitter, the Miss Introvert, where she talks shit about people uh, and talks about comic book movies and how bad they are from time <laughs> to time. So yeah. Go follow. Thank her you, Reese. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Reese, for coming on. It's just source notice. We missed you. We got to have you. We, thank you for you're one me. of my favorite people, so I love talking to you on here. Oh, that's so nice. So we will be I back. Like you guys a little. A little. See, you see that, Devin? That's <laughs> we'll your take fault. It. We'll, we'll take. We'll take it. So take we'll be back it next is my week. Fault, though. Uh, hopefully, with some movie reviews, like Devin said, Toy Story, Shaft, Child's Play. So. Stay tuned to all that nonsense. Thank you guys for listening and talk to you later.